When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My next guest is a bit of a hopeless romantic. Former national swim coach Mark Bone joins us on the programme. Afternoon to you, Mark. Welcome. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Can you remember your wedding song? Hell, I'm so old, I can't remember what happened yesterday. I, I think, you know, I've got mad cow now these days. So, uh, to be honest, no, I can't. That's a really bad admission, isn't it? It's terrible, Mark. Terrible. Uh, Mark, you are in Mount Maunganui. You've just arrived down there. Tomorrow, one of the biggest triathlons on the New Zealand triathlon calendar, arguably the biggest race outside of New Zealand Ironman. It is the Tauranga Half Ironman. What makes this race so special? Oh, it's an amazing event. It's uh, 34 years of holding this iconic event in this most amazing area in Mount Maunganui itself, the Fulton Hogan Mount Festival of Multisport. And the new people that have taken over this event have embraced it, and they've got four different events happening all in one um, one time. The Tauranga Half itself, which is a half uh, Ironman, and it's a, a 2.1k swim, a 90k bike, and then obviously a half marathon at the end of it, a 21k. And they've also got an aqua bike, and this is something that is really quite a cool event. It's all about a, a, bike, a swim and a bike, um, and, and it was brought on by um, Garth Barfoot. And he got to the point in his life, as what is he, 84 years of age now, where he couldn't do any more running, and he still enjoyed biking, still enjoyed swimming, and he produced this aqua bike, and it's a fantastic event. Then there's also just a straight-out run, a half marathon, and then there's an ocean swim. So there's something for everybody, and if you're the purest, you do the Tauranga half. Mm, okay, let's look at the women's field, because I guess if there's one being criticism in recent times, it hasn't perhaps been quite the depth as the men's race, and one athlete's tended to sort of dominate, and there's almost been daylight back to second. That has changed in recent times. Uh, so tomorrow we've got the likes of Samantha Kingsford as an elite athlete, Rebecca Clark, defending champion. We've got Hannah Berry. She's won the race multiple times. And Amelia Watkinson, also a previous winner. So that in itself, all different athletes, all got different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, most definitely different strengths and weaknesses. I mean, if you have a look at Rebecca Clark, she's a very good swim biker. Um, her running has always let herself let her down, but she's worked really hard on her run, and it's improved market in the last year and a half. Hannah Berry, uh, Dr. Hannah Berry, is a phenomenally good athlete now in all three disciplines. I watched her pre-Christmas. She wasn't quite in shape that she should have been in, uh, and so I'm presuming that she's worked pretty hard over the Christmas New Year period, and of course, early days when you race in December. Um, and then, of course, we've got Amelia Watkinson, and there's still a question mark over her swim. She is a good biker, and she certainly is a good runner as well. Mm. The men's side. Well, I mean, it, it, as always, it's one hell of a field here, led by um, led by Braden Curry, who was third at the Ironman World Championships last year. He's a multiple winner of this race. He's a four-time coast-to-coast winner. The challenges will come, though, from a very good Jack Moody, who won in the one the Topo 70.3 race just before Christmas, and maybe one of the dark horses, former two-time Olympian Ryan Sissons on the start line, and former New Zealand Ironman champion Mike Phillips. 
Yeah, look, this is a, a really, really top field. And interestingly, pre-Christmas, it was a phenomenal field because it, it had multiple other elite athletes that were lined up. And unfortunately, with the various injuries and COVID, uh, they've had to pull out. But it was one of the most stunning fields that you could ever get anywhere in the world. However, we can only focus on those that are going to turn up uh, tomorrow. And I wouldn't still discount some of the young kids that are around, the likes of Ben Hamilton. I mean, he's just made giant strides. I mean, this is his first venture into the elite, but he's still a really good swimmer, very strong on the bike, and he runs beautifully now too. But Jack Moody is the the one in, in terms of the run. Uh, he's got to be there in the swim if he wants to have a chance because he's a magnificent runner. But at the same time, Braden Curry, I, I just can't see you going against him. Unfortunately, Kyle Smith was going to do the event. He was um, broke the race record in 2021. Braden was just outside that record this time last year. But I still, I, I wouldn't uh, go against Braden Curry. But equally, Mike Phillips and Ben Phillips, the two brothers, uh, Mike Phillips out of Christchurch, phenomenal athlete, uh, very good swim, very good bike, and it's whether or not he's done enough and is injury-free. Mm. Yeah, Mark, in regards to Braden Curry, um, he leaves nothing. He leaves nothing. He empties his tank out there on the course. He's a very intimidating athlete because he will just bury himself. And he, and to go with him, you've got to be pretty tough. You've got to be able to lock yourself in the hurt box and stay there. Absolutely. And he's an interesting character because he's not the prettiest runner out there. He's just incredibly tough. And that running style of his doesn't change. You know, if you look at a, a tremendous runner, uh, you've got the likes of Cameron Brown, who unfortunately has just had COVID and so not competing. But, you know, he's a beautiful runner. Braden's not a beautiful runner, but he is a consistent runner. And he's just absolutely tough. And he has the ability to surge as well. So he doesn't hold back. If he's a little bit behind, he'll go early. And he's not, not afraid to go early. And he's not certainly afraid to hurt himself. There's no two ways about that. And, you know, if he gets a, a sniff, uh, it's goodbye everybody else. How do you beat him? Oh, I think you've, you've, you've got to make him chase you. And you've got to then bury him. So you've got to have the courage to be a swim biker and be well ahead of him. But Braden's so tough. He won't let you go. He's improved his swimming no end. His biking is incredibly strong uh, because he's come from a multi-sport background as well. Mm. And so you've got to be well ahead of him. Mm. One person that could be there is Mike Phillips, could do that. But it's whether Mike Phillips is strong enough in the run uh, to be able to hold off Braden Curry. And equally, to beat him, um, he's if, if for the likes of uh, Jack Moody, if he's close enough to him at the end of the bike then he'll have a sniff because he's such a beautiful runner. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. We spoke to Braden on the programme the other day, and you'll be able to put this in context. He never came from a swimming background. He said, look, he came from a kayaking background, where it is, again, about catch. It's about hydrodynamics to a degree. He said he looked at a few YouTube videos, and then he finds himself in a 70.3 race or a half Ironman race in South Africa, and he's coming out of the water with Jan Fredino. He's coming out of the water with Alistair Brownlee. Um, and I'm just just trying to put that in context of just how difficult that is to achieve if you haven't swum from a young age, Mark. A really, really tough situation because 
Swimming is a very taut sport and you have to spend, it's, it's time in water. You know, it's like uh, bouncing a basketball. The more times you bounce a basketball, and if you ever watch and if you ever go to America, all these young kids are around, they're always bouncing basketballs, basketballs and that's why they're so good at it. Time in water is everything in terms of swimming. Braden has come, as you said, from a kayaking background. But, you know, when you come from a kayaking background, you're still learning how to scull. You're still learning how to do a catch. And so I'm sure you can transfer that. Anybody that's done a lot of surfing as well can actually improve their swimming immensely because, again, it's catching the water as you're going out into the waves. So he's probably learned from that point of view. But, you know, at the same time, I mean, if you, if you look at um, Hamish Carter, Hamish never came from a swimming background either. He came from a rowing background, but he improved his swimming so much that in his day, we could get him out of the water in the top three in any field in the world. So it's just time and water, and if you work at it hard enough, and if you are that committed about it and that focused about it, and if you, you know if you practice what you preach and, and look at the YouTube videos and go out and actually do it, I think you can change, mm. but you have to have that ability to change. Mm. Uh, the other thing that's got a big tradition down there are the team races. Uh, we saw Hayden Wild out there when I say jogging, still running, I think, a low 70-minute half marathon last year, which was great for the locals after having won a bronze medal at the Olympics. His coach, former um, Commonwealth Games marathon runner Craig Kirk, would be out there on the course, former athletes like Clark Ellis. I mean, it is a really good way to get involved in the event and maybe dip your toes into triathlon. And we often see a lot of the team competitors come back the following year and do it individually. 100%, 100%, that's exactly right. But, you know, as I said, it's a, it's now the Fulton Hogan Mount Festival of Multisport, and there's four different events on here. So there's, you know, as we said, the Tauranga Half, the Aquabike, at the same time you've got the um, Half Marathon and then the Ocean Swim. But you've also got these teams events doing the Half Ironman itself. And so you've got people that are pure swimmers going out there, people that are pure bike, bikers and then runners. And then some of them are actually doing two out of the three disciplines. And then next year they do step up. And it is a great way to start um, from, from that point of view and get involved in a team. And, and we see that so often. Mark Bone, long black, no sugar. I'll see you at six o'clock tomorrow morning. Sure will. See you then. Thank you, Mark Bone, joining us on the programme, former national swim coach. Yeah, those team events have seen some great athletes over the years. Uh, boy, we've had um, Lewis Clairbert. Now you go back to the days. Um, yeah, a lot of, I'm just trying to remember some of the swimmers that we've had over the years. Moss Burmester has done it. Um, I think we've even had Daniel Loder. We've had some outstanding runners, uh, some standing cyclists, great names in their own right, the likes of the Julian Deans who rode the Tour de France, all been involved in it. But it really is a wonderful festival taking place tomorrow, the Tauranga Half. Special thanks to Mark Bone there.